Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to give my thoughts on Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil. Now, before I actually get into that, um, I should let everybody know that just uh, this uh, weekend, I actually picked up a controller for the first time in over six months because of how brutal my schedule is working, you know, building my shows and trying to work these other side odd jobs to earn extra cash and pay my bills, feed my cat and take care of my family. You know, I've never had free time to play video games because, you know, video games don't pay my bills, but... At the urging of a friend, you know, I said, you know, on weekends, even though I'm still recording, I can actually spend time away from my uh, uh, desk, you know, instead of, you know, gathering notes, everything, I could take a little break, you know, play video games, so, in my case, you know, video games, it helps me with stress, it helps me with my mental health, you know, I, I love video games, and video games mean a lot to me, so, so, uh, you know, I, I, of course, you know, since I, I love getting advice from friends, you know, of course, I'm, I'm gonna take that advice, so before, so before I got to Doom 3 Resurre- Resurrection of Evil, excuse me, I actually had to go back and finish Doom 3 because six months ago I got far in the game but did not finish. And even though I, f- I had finished the game back in 2007 when I, when I had it for the regular Xbox, I still remembered it but I still had to finish what I started. So I finished Doom 3 and then immediately got to work on Resurrection of Evil. And I gotta be honest, Resurrection of Evil is pretty impressive it's not quite as intense and it's not much as a thriller as the first doom 3 but i'll be honest with you resurrection of evil did not disappoint did not disappoint at all uh i I guess the only thing that i guess the only uh thing as far as negativity negativity goes about the game is obviously it's not as the length of the game, the story, or the plot, or campaign, however you want to phrase it, is definitely not as long as Doom 3. I mean, I I would say that the length of Resurrection of Evil is not even 25% of the length of the first Doom 3. Well, keep in mind, this is Doom 3, Resurrection of Evil. This is basically like a mini-game or like a mini-sequel or something like that. I'm not sure exactly, you know, yeah, it's basically, it's an expansion, it's an expansion pack. And a sequel to Doom 3. So that's why, obviously, it's not... The campaign is... Is extremely short. I mean, remember, this is still Doom 3. This is not Doom 4. Yeah. There's there's the original Doom... There's the first Doom 3, and then there's Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil. So this is basically an expansion pack, as well as a sequel. So it it makes perfect sense, the fact that the length of Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil is not even 25% of the length of Doom Doom 3. So it, it makes perfect sense. But still, I, I still wish the game could have at least, you know, had a pretty good length. Because these horror first-person shooter games, I like them. So, 
Anyway. So, Doom 3, you know, the, the fact that Doom 3, The Resurrection of Evil, came out October 5th, 2005, and I never played it, even though I played the first Doom 3 on the on the original Xbox, you know, I didn't, uh, I really didn't, I don't know why, but I never had an interest in playing Resurrection of Evil, uh, which really amazes me, because it, it's the ex- ex- expansion pack and the sequel of Doom 3, and since I've loved Doom 3, Ever since it came out, when a good friend of mine by the name of Ethan uh, introduced me to the game and let me play it so many times, because see, my good friend Ethan, Ethan, if you happen to be listening to this, buddy, I still thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for introducing me to Doom Three. You've also introduced me to Half Life Two, Half Life. You've introduced me to so many games, and that's why I'm so grateful for our long-lasting friendship. But see, Ethan would actually plead and beg me no Alex you keep playing the game like because I would say okay I played for like 20 minutes maybe I should let you play I didn't want to hog the computer but but Ethan said no Alex I want you to finish the game I want you to have the experience I mean that's just how much of a good friend Ethan is Ethan uh, that's how much of a good friend Ethan Ethan always has been so yeah so so, so Ethan really really because at at home it was hard for me to play video games because you know my parents hate video games they hated me being at home playing video games even though when I when they always say that that's all I did it's that's just my parents exaggerating, and that that that, that that's real, that's really stupid. I mean, I'm, they probably they're probably pissed off because I actually mentioned this on, on this show. But you know, I gotta tell my parents, sorry, I love y'all, but hey, if I'm being honest with my loyal listeners, hey, I gotta tell them the truth. But you know, but Ethan really took it to that length to really get, give me a better experience with video games because at home it was, it was pretty it was pretty difficult. So, anyway. So as as far as Resurrection of Evil goes, uh, basically, if I remember, if I if I count it correctly, there's actually twelve missions in the game. I mean, some some say it's actually levels, but I mean, even though when you've beaten the game or when you've beaten these missions, you, you can go back and pick the missions again or slash levels. I still like to use the word mission because I never went back and redid a mission until I beat the game. So, so I guess you can call them levels. But this one has twelve. While I I'm not I forgot how much the the first Doom. The, uh, the first Doom Three has, I, I I really don't remember. I'm, I'm gonna try to see if I can find out right now. Well, it doesn't really say how many levels, but but uh, I, I I just remember how you know how all the levels in Doom Three, as well as Resur- Resurrection of Evil, how basically the main objective is to penetrate each level. Fighting so many enemies, which are demons or zombies, and basically how each each area where you're where you are, it's littered with dead corpse, chopped body parts, blood, destroy you know lights that are flickering. I mean, it's really meant to put you in a nightmare, in a hellish nightmare. Remember, Doom Three, you are on the UAC research facility base on the planet Mars, and the UAC is basically the biggest conglomerate in the world you know <laughs> it's basically like if i remember the like basically the uac is a min is a military industrial conglomerate corporation that specializes in teleportation biological research advanced weapons technology as well as many other sophisticated science endeavors such as exploring space exploring mountains excavating on, on the planets. I mean, you see that in Doom 3 deep in the game when you get to the excavation sites. 
you know, like that where the where the Doom Three with the administration finds these ancient alien temples and they find these artifacts, you know, and that's how things really, uh, you know, start started. You know, when it comes to Doom Three, I mean, it's all that plot. I mean, yeah, I did pay attention. So, and then speaking of, of the plot, you know, in Doom Three: Resurrection of Evil. The game takes place two years after the events of Doom 3. Like, Doom 3 take, took place in the year 21, 2145, and then Resurrection of Evil was in the year 2147. So. And, you, you know, there's actually something really special about Resurrection of Evil. One of the first things of being in the game, where, where you are given a weapon known as the Grabber. It's basically a thing that could, like, when a demon throws a ball, like a fireball at you... Or, you know, you can intercept it and then throw it back. You can pick up barrels and throw it at them. You can pick up dead bodies and throw it at the demons, whatever. You know, you know, and I told myself, this game reminds me of the gravity gun from Half-Life 2. And, of course, I do the research. I'm like, well, that's exactly what it's about. Huh. I, and I found that interesting because Half-Life is created by Valve. But Doom 3, the publisher, is... Nerf Software. Well, the developer is Nerf Software, but the publisher is actually Activision. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't aware, but but I guess you know it's just you know just to, I, I I always say it's like to give a salute or to a nod to uh, to the respective uh, gaming companies. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. The fact that you had that that weapon at the end, you know, I, I was always found that to be extremely amazing. But anyway. So basically, like in Doom Three, um, UAC, you know, somehow has recovered from the events of twenty uh, of the previous year. You know, losing all that staff. You know, the base just being severely damaged. I was actually able, you know, the fact that they would have all that money to fix all the problems and you know get all the staff back. And you know, gotta imagine all the lawsuits that came to that came to play. I mean, the fact that you, the UAC was able to survive through that. I mean, that's pretty amazing to me, right? But. But from Resurrection of Evil, how it starts, uh, if I remember correctly, like in the opening cutscene, there's a, a team invest investigating, like due to a signal, and basically in, in this part of the game, like they're basically in the ancient alien temples and the excavation sites on Mars, where the UAC uh, facility is, you know, making these explorations with excav excavating. So, so basically, the player that you are, you're basically a, a U.S. Marine combat engineer. And then you, you discover, like, some sort of device. And then, you know, you're introduced to uh, the lady in charge of the UAC, uh, in charge of this project. Her name is Dr. Elizabeth McNeil. And believe it or not, Elizabeth McNeil was actually mentioned in Doom 3. You actually pick up her PDA, but she was, she was not seen, but she was mentioned. But the most important thing about Dr. Elizabeth McNeil is that she's actually the whistleblower from the previous game. She alerted... Counselor Elliot Swan and Jack Campbell to the the activities of the person who was in charge of what was going on on Mars, which, which would be Doctor Malcolm Petruger. She was because Malcolm Petruger was engaging these mysterious activities at the beginning of Doom Three, and then a lot, and then a, a lot of red flags were raised. Like a lot of scientists, employees were spooked. They requested transfers off Mars because of all the strange things that were going on, and Dr. Malcolm Petruger's obsession with uh, what, what he was doing. So, yeah. So it makes sense. So she was the whistleblower. And I was actually surprised. And, and, and then I would ask myself, well, why the hell was she not in the game? 
But then when you think about it, it makes sense. She was because of what she was because uh, something tells me that Doctor Petruger was onto her, or that he knew that she was onto him. So it would not surprise me if Malcolm Petruger, if Doctor Petruger, excuse me, I mean he's a doctor. I should definitely address even though it's a video game. But anyway, but the fact that Doctor Petruger, if he actually transferred Doctor McNeil off of Mars to get her away. From what was going on, it, it wouldn't surprise me because obviously that's that's the way to, to help cover his tracks. But either way, you know, like that. So, but you know, speaking of Doctor Doctor Petruger, when you beat the game in Doom Three, he disappears. He's never seen or heard from again. Like you see the creature that he's that he has become, you know, and, and he remains in hell because remember in Doom Three, there's two parts in the game where you actually go to hell. There's one part, and then the final part when you when you defeat the final boss, but. You know, but then, you know, Dr. Petruger becomes a, some sort of creature. I think it's called the Maledict or something like that. I think that's what the game called it. Uh, yeah, it's basically, it's called a, a Maledict. Mal- Maledict, okay. I hope that's that. So, a Maledict, which is like a, dra- a dragon-like demonic creature. And, you know, his head's basically in it, but he can still speak, so. So, I, so I remember, like, you know. As part, as, as part in the game, like you, you basically the artifact that the guy that, that your character finds at the beginning of the game is the artifact that Doctor Petruger has been looking for this whole time, and he never had it. So, but much like Doom Three, the first Doom Three, you know, a, a, another invasion of demons on the base happens because one of the port, one of the portals, you know, gets uh, open, and of course, as part of the game, you, you got to stop the demons from reaching Earth because if they do, then you know the, the world dies. Because I remember in the, in the first Doom Three. One of the objectives was you can either do it or not do it. Is send a send a call to the fleet to send to bring backup. You know, Sergeant Kelly orders you to do that, but Counselor Elliot Swan actually orders you not to send that transmission. So you have a choice: either do that or not, or don't do it. And and for me, in my case, obviously, you know, I did it because you know, again, in Doom Three, Sergeant Kelly is your commanding officer, and the character you are, you're a United States Marine. So, yeah, remember. You do in Marines. You do as you are told. So, <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, I'll be honest. Even though th- th- I played, I played the finished the Doom Three on the PS4 before my brother left to go to the Marines. I mean, I already knew that. I mean, I already knew that Marines have to do what are instructed to do as they are told. So I kind of uh, use that perspective. Like you know, like hey, you're a Marine. Sergeant Kelly told you to do this, so you you're gonna do that. But then Elliot Swan scolds you, and you know, like that. So obviously, but in my case, like hey, I did what my commanding officer told me to do. So. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Alright. So anyway, back to um, Resurrection of Evil. You know, I found it interesting. Like, even though the game is relatively... is extremely short compared... Because, again, it's, it's an expansion pack. You know, you got introduced to a new weapon. Man, that double-barrel shotgun that you're introduced to... Man, it's amazing. But it was difficult to use because it's a double-barrel shotgun. But, you know, only one shot. You know, you have to reload each time because it's, it fires both at the same time. So, yeah, but that, that gun was cool. Then you're introduced to, like, m- most of the weapons from the from the original Doom 3 are, are back. You know, the plasma rifle, the grenade launcher, all of them. Uh, that, that, that BFG uh, 9000 uh, that, that, that shoots that green uh, plasma thingy. Um, I think the only weapon that does not come back is, um, is the chainsaw. The chainsaw didn't come back. But you also have this thing, like, this um, weapon that, you know, that gives you this energy boost or whatnot like that. I remember that too, so... Yeah, so there was definitely some things, but... 
as part of the game, so like I said, the main the main point of the game is to stop the demons from reaching Earth, and you know you, you gotta stop Doctor Petruger once and for all. But I remember like throughout the game, there's actually three bosses that, that you have to beat. That they're called they're known as they're known as Hell Hell Hunters, and those three Hell Hunters were actually the ones that were supposed to find the artifact, especially this time. So. So yeah, and so, so then when you beat all of them. And then eventually you get to hell again. I mean, you know, what's interesting is is that Dr. Elizabeth McNeil sends you to hell, but she explains to you the only way to stop this once and for all is to go to hell and put that ancient artifact back to where it was. So, yeah. You know what was... And I think, you know, I do remember you're actually introduced to several new more demons as well. But you know, I also found it interesting too. You know, there's actually a part of the game we were basically going through a uh, a tunnel, a sewage tunnel. You see these zombies in bio suits. I thought that was pretty freaking cool. That was actually so cool. But man, but seeing you know, seeing all the, the same demons from last time, seeing zombies again, you know, it, everything was pretty awesome. So, so now I'm really thinking. You know, I, I think in a, in a couple of months I'm, I'm gonna want to play Doom Three all over again. So, yeah. But anyway, so I, I thought it was just so cool that you have to go to hell because, you know, to, to put that artifact back and end it once and for all. So, you know, so you, you go there, then you, you defeat um, Malcolm Petruger, Dr. Malcolm Petruger, and then and that's it. So, I mean, the way the ending went, I mean, all I remember is basically you, you hear Dr. McNeil's voice saying, you know, welcome home and whatnot, so... Yeah, so the game, it was basically to finish what was started in Doom Three. So, like that. But but I think the story, the the, the story of Doom Three: Resurrection of Evil, is quite fascinating. But you know the fact that you literally have to go to hell to end this thing once and for all. I mean, that's just the best way to write it, the best way ever. So, because because remember. In Doom Three, the way that the invasion of the base came is when in Delta Labs, when these when a portal to hell was opened and all these demons went through it and started invading the base, they they turned the entire the, the, the entire staff, the scientists and the zombies, they mutate all the soldiers and all the because you remember the, part of these demons they they shoot at you like all these soldiers and marines that were part of the security they all they all they're all against you they all start shooting you so yeah they all get mutated so. Yeah, you're all by you're all by yourself. So, but I really ask myself, I, I, I truly wonder if Doctor Elizabeth McNeil survived. So, yeah, but as far I guess as far as I'm concerned, I would say I'd imagine so. So, so my final thoughts on Doom Three: Resurrection of Evil. I was totally not disappointed at all. You know, for a for an expansion pack. You know, I'll be honest, I might have exaggerated about the length. I, th I think for an expansion pack, the length was pretty accurate. So. So I thought I thought that was awesome. So, you know, and you know, and again, you know, one of the things I always like to say is the fact that, you, like, like in the first game in Doom Three, you, you go to hell to end it all. Man, man, oh man, oh man! I mean, you know, the, the unique art of the teleportation—it's oh, it's just absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.